welcome to the Codeplay Culture Podcast, where we discuss tech, gaming, health, and the world around us. Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting, amazing episode of the Codeplay Culture Podcast, where we go over all sorts of fun things in the coding, uh, playing, uh, entertainment space, work from home, mental health, physical health, um, pharmacology, optimizing sleep, nutrition, health, diet, exercise, all of that. Today is our first episode in that realm of the uh, culture around coding, playing, and how to optimize uh, mental health. And I'd like to introduce our guest today, Paulina, who is a registered social worker who is practicing as a mental health counselor and spent the last 10 years of her career uh, supporting people with uh, intellectual disabilities to overcome um, sociological barriers and foster independence. And um, welcome, Paulina. Thank you so much for joining Rui and I. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I think it's such an important topic we're covering today. Yeah, it's like I, I could only imagine you must have gotten so much busier like post-COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did my master's during the pandemic. Um, and then I did my practicum at a private practice, uh, private counseling practice. And it's just the influx of support needed for people during this time in general, just not only obviously due to working from home, but the pandemic and everything else that's been going on the last three years. Um yeah, it's definitely like it's it's more talked about now, but it still is not understood to the level of that this has all affected people. Mm-hmm. So you're suge- suggesting there's a long term implication to everything that that transpired over the last uh, couple of years that hasn't been brought to light. Absolutely. Like I would say it's like you hear about a little bit more on the news now, right? The people are talking about mm-hmm. the effects of mental health the Ford government is putting in place. Um, more mental health support with like OHIP coverage for people. Um, there's some some talks about this increased suicide rates, but it's just not top of the line news, right? Like it's not. Right. It's it's you know it's like it's kind of like a fad. It fades in and out. Um, it's not until it starts hitting home for people. Very recently, I've had a lot of really really just sad young lives being lost around me, um, hearing of people who have been losing loved ones, people significantly struggling with their mental health to the point of like needing hospitalization. It's just been um, starting to hit home for a lot of people. And I think that's when it's opening eyes and people are like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. It's like that whole thing where, you know, when the artist dies, they're like, oh my gosh, have you heard of this amazing artist? They had a lot of great mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, hey, why didn't you appreciate me when I was alive? You have to wait till I'm dead. It's almost like you, uh, by the time people are in that situation, it's too late. Like it's not a, um, there's no like happy pill. You have to work at it every day. And if you get to the point where you need some kind of a, it's probably too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's just it, right? People are not recognizing Um, receiving mental health support as preventative, it's all reactive. And then when you're already at that point, you might be past the point of what a counselor or therapist can do and support you with. Then there's, you know, you're bringing in potential medication, other diagnoses, things that have gone way too far for way too long, unrecognized, unworked on. Um, It's not being paid attention to. Um, So yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And it's really stacked against us too, because since we're born, like once we get into preschool, we're hooked up to the, uh, you know, 
capitalist milk machine until we're 65. And then, you know, most office workers due to sitting and lack of exercise at 65, Mm -hmm. including my own dad passed away within the first year of retirement. Um, My friend, it happened to him is as well. So it is stacked against us, right? Like we're, we can't really choose what to do. Like, do you want to go somewhere today? Uh, You can't, you got to go to school or you got to work, you got to do X, Y, Z. And um, so knowing that it's probably even harder for us. Yeah. Mm. And it's this like hustle and bustle culture too. I don't, I've been talking about this quite a bit with people, but it's a lot of kind of comparing between Europe and North America and what does these, these lifestyles look like. And, you know, I'll have family, um, my whole family's in Poland and I'll have people coming here and just seeing how we live, the pace, the hustle and bustle of everything that we do, the distances that we do and go and travel to do things and see people because we're such a large widespread country, like everything takes so long. Um, and these people are from like smaller towns and their grocery store, they walk to work, they walk to, right. It's not, it's very, it's, it's very different. So yes, comparing the lifestyles, like when you look at North America and what we're kind of accustomed to, and we're just almost like here to, you know, we live to work, not work to live. And that is a huge, 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 just disservice to all of us. Uh, besides siesta, what else? Um, it's just culturally different, right? Yeah, yeah. I well, I think culturally, I, the distance I think is a big piece. Um, I mean, there mm. obviously there are people who live in the bigger cities, right? And then they do drive to work, they do the commute, they do have the traffic. Um, but the kind of smaller towns, like like my dad, literally walks to work. He walks mm. to work. He works like five minutes away. Um, his son works, he's a teacher and his son works at a, goes to a school. So he sees his son all the time. It's a very different kind of dynamic in that way. And I, I do understand that's a kind of a rare example and not everyone will have that. Um, but it's the piece around the fact, you know, they're all home by 3 PM. Um, they walk home together. They have the whole day for us. We're lucky if we get to pick up our kids from daycare by six and then they're in bed by eight, you know, but this work from home thing. Yeah, this work from home thing home thing kind of gave us that opportunity to do all that, to have more control over our our schedule and spend more time with our families, right? Kind of like the same thing, yeah. same situation in Poland, right? Except here we have that opportunity where there it's kind of part of society, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like we are blessed. We are blessed with this. I, I don't know. I'm a bit of a devil's advocate <laughs> on this one. I'm a yes and a no yeah. when it comes to this work from home Um model. I do think that it's provided us with a lot of flexibility. Um, And I do agree with you, like having, you know, I mean, the last three years are so hard to compare to because I think we're just kind of in the stages of like, okay, life is officially back to normal. Our kids are officially back to school. We're not doing lockdowns. We're not all kind of in this nuclear unit together. So now we have to manage still childcare um, and then still do our nine to fives. But yes, we get to do it from home. Right. So, so that piece is, is not this, I wouldn't say still that that's kind of changed. It was the pandemic piece that let us have more time with our kids at home that let us have everyone mm-hmm. home. Employers were a lot more understanding to having the kids at home while you were working and hearing them in the background. And right. right. Um, <laughs> there was a lot more flexibility to that. Whereas we're kind yeah. of we're slowly putting, pulling away from that. And I'm hearing that from a lot of clients. I'm seeing it for myself. I don't know. What's your experience like that with, with that? Like the uh, return to work uh, mm-hmm. epidemic. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, there's a lot of people, especially boomer companies, 
um, mm-hmm. that are like, hey, mm-hmm. if I can't see you, I can't put a right. barcode on you and prove that you're working. Punch I was clock. like, you know, and the punch clock level of uh, dinosaur type of organizations, which are uh, anti uh, anti, I don't know, are, are not going with the flow. Um, yeah. There's one guy on TikTok I follow. He's so funny. It's like when he does funny videos on uh, culture, work from home, all this stuff. And he, he's saying there's a lot of people that once they get that email, return to work, you know, people just clo- minimize the email and go to Indeed, right? Because if your current company is not offering what you want, and this is not like an analogy, this is not a preachy analogy for um, work from home. It's for anything. You need to be actively searching and looking like do not get in a... <clears throat> place of complacency to just accept things, you know, just because you are handcuffed and for a lot of people, Oh, this is my first job. I don't want to mess it up. Like, no, like just, um, one thing that I would recommend just outside of the, you know, and you have to, you know, um, forgive me. And Rui knows that I go deep into, uh, unnecessary uh, tangents and he's got to pull me out of, uh, rabbit holes like a magician. Um, but I do something called ABI, which is always be interviewing. So I'm always applying for stuff just to practice those kind of like Toastmaster level of uh, public speaking video calls, interviews for uh, jobs. Not necessarily because I'm interested in, you know, or some do turn into clients, customers or, or positions, but it's just to get out there to know that there's other, you know, things. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like there, there is this whole shift of like, get back to work so I can hook you back up to the corporate you know, milking machine of the, uh, you know, the industry. Right. And do you both now, do you both inclusively, like exclusively work from home now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then, so before the pandemic, you, did you as well, or were you in the office? Um, I was in the office at least four days a week and Logan, you too, probably. Right. Yeah. I was, uh, working from home for like four years, kind of before, well, when, uh, Rui and I were working together after that, it's like, it was all, work from home and then it went, went to actually no it went to like three days a week then it went to two then it worked from home and this is probably like two years of work from home pre-covid uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and now so you you both now there's no talk of kind of going back no no which okay. is incredible yeah this is yeah. how we're gonna retire yeah <laughs> <laughs> and honest and i do i agree with you so it's so good for a lot of people there's so much flexibility you know your days are longer right like you're, you're saving on a commute um financially you're making the same or not or more at this point mm-hmm. and you're not spending money on the clothes the you know the gas the parking the maintenance mm-hmm. of your car like there financially there's so many pieces too that you're gaining um but I do think about the people who may not have as full of a life outside of work as maybe some of us are lucky For sure. to have. Yeah. Um, and I think that loneliness piece is is has turned into an epidemic in, mm-hmm. in our in our society. And um mm-hmm. taking away that kind of like human interaction from a lot of people's um you know, day to day. And and I mean, let's be real, we spent eight hours, if not more at work every day. So doesn't leave that much afterwards. So if you're spending that much time at home and you're sitting in front of a computer, you don't have a job where you have a lot of virtual meetings, you're not talking to anyone, you're kind of just, you know, coding or whatever it may be that you're doing that involves you to just sit in front of a screen for eight hours, you turn it off and you go home and, and there's no one there. Like you don't have a nuclear family that you're going home to. You don't have that social outlet necessarily. 
Um, and it is a huge portion of our population. So, you know, there's there's this group of people that we also kind of sometimes neglect to think about how that's affecting them and, and their personal lives, just not having those social outlets. Of course, devil's advocate, people can say, well, it's on you to kind of like build up your social life. Um, mm. But I think we can also agree to say that as adults, it's hard as heck to make friends right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I have to download an app to make friends? Right. Is that yeah. the world we live in? Because like, you just, I don't know. Like, it's just like, can you imagine kids that are like, I don't know, just like, if you're not going to that place and that work from home is getting younger, right? Because yeah. now that like AI is disrupting the educational system and they can't yeah. keep up with plagiarism, they're again going to shift lower and lower where it's going to be hybrid at high school. And then, you know, can you imagine like trying to homeschool a and it was in the epidemic, we got a call from the teacher. It's like, oh, your son isn't uh, participating in the Teams meetings, Microsoft Teams. And we're like, listen, listen, lady, with all due respect, my, my son doesn't know how to read yet. I mean, like he's never <laughs> used a computer. We're like, um, you know, don't give him that stuff because we want him to have a fun, fulfilling childhood filled with friends yeah. and non-screen. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, you'll get the screen by the time you want it or don't, you know, but um, it's just hilarious. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so like that's exactly it, right? Like it's so difficult now. It's hard for us to make friends as adults. Like yesterday I had a, a birthday party for my daughter and 50% of the guests were my colleagues that I met, you know, 10, five years ago who have kids and brought their kids. And they're, I would not have had these connections had I been virtual this whole time. Right. right? Um, mm -hmm. So So again, there's this piece that, you know, we already are limited with our social networks. And as you grow older, your social network gets smaller and smaller. And mm -hmm. now you're taking away this, this opportunity for people to make connections and friendships at work, which is really the primarily way adults do make friend, have friendships. Um, and yeah, so that's, that, that's a big piece. So again, that's kind of contributing to that like loneliness aspect and, um, creating a society of kind of like unhappy people. Mm, yeah. So, so there for is that, that piece, you know? Yeah. So for, sorry, uh, sorry for that. Sorry that for that culture that is like all work from home, like you're saying a coder or someone that's doing computer work and that's lonely, doesn't have a dog, doesn't have a, a you know, family friends or that nuclear family. Um, uh, some of the companies, a lot of them, uh, I would say a majority in my limited biased opinion is yeah. they don't have cameras on for the calls. Right. And just that little thing, having an always on camera policy, you know, like within reason, sorry, my, you know, I don't know. I have like a contagious flesh eating rash, like sure. Turn yeah. it off. Like that's a little TMI, but yeah. the rest of the, you don't have that level of connection without it, but there's, I've been on like calls with, and then it's all just, it's not even profile photos because like, you know, I, I love when people set those, but it's basically the generic, you know, LDRP, like all of the initials in the circles, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. like, how do you make a relationship with the circle that talks? Right. It's like, yeah. might as well just get a Google home or, you know, it's pretty <laughs> That's robotic. the thing, like to Paula's point, uh, Paulina's point, I'm sorry. Um, um, you don't have the opportunity to to um, get close to somebody, right? Because you're at home. Everybody's a stranger, right? Everybody's a screen. So by not going to the workplace, you don't have that connection, that, you know, emotional connection with that person. So, I mean, why would I turn on my screen to talk oh. to the stranger? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't mm -hmm. want to personally, unless I know the person. And right. I don't know that even that's enough. 
Like, I really mm -hmm. don't know that this screen aspect, you know, of just being able to have this interaction over video sure. is enough for us to be like, this is a meaningful relationship. Like this is, you know, I really click mm -hmm. with this person. I really vibe with them. Right. You're not mm -hmm. going out for lunch with colleagues at noon. You're not going to go, no. you know, you're not going to go out and do the social aspect of work. You're not going to Zoom someone to just gossip or talk or talk about like workplace office politics. Like you're not going to do that. So there's yeah. this this socializing piece that's really missing. And then all your interactions are work, 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 business talk, yeah. right? You're not. So for that aspect, I do really appreciate the hybrid model. You know, I do yeah. think that people are benefiting a lot from that hybrid model where it's kind of like, you know, three days at home, two days at in the office or, or just giving people the option to go win if they want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I like, again, like I, I do work in an office where we are now in a, in a hybrid model phase. And I don't know, there is something to just going in that like one, two days a week, and you kind of get your social interactions out, like the way that our office has done it is everyone on your team is expected in to be on one day. So you're kind of forced mm -hmm. to see the people on your team. Um, and at first, everyone obviously had their hands up and their backs. And they're like, no, we've been working good. We don't want to go into the office. And slowly and slowly, as time has gone, gone by, the attendance has increased. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sometimes think about it and I sometimes do miss it, you know, just being there and socializing and, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's just hard to, to quantify, right? I'm here. I don't want to trade this for anything, but for sure. I do miss that. Yeah. 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 So again, I mean, I think there's a big piece around just what can we then do to increase our own social lives, right? Like to also, if you mm -hmm. are someone who, you know, you're in a position where you are forced to work from home, you are someone who's like, you, you know, your, your place is not offering a hybrid model. Um, yes, you're gaining so much and you have so much opportunity to like cook dinner while you work and maybe run out to the grocery store. No one's going to say anything. Like you're gaining a lot of time back to do you and, 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 increase the quality of your life but at the same time if we think about it how much more are we multitasking and how much more are we putting on our plates yes if you google right now efficiencies of working from home versus in office work one the top three results one of them is on average um it's more efficient to work from home because of the not just the commute and the mental st stress of the commute driving yes it's just driving but there is a stress there just mm -hmm. focusing on the road and whatever um, is on average, you work instead of five days a week, you work six. So what mm -hmm. employers get for the bang for the buck is a mentally healthier uh, employee that works an extra day a week without asking. But then you have the boomers that are like, oh, I can't barcode you. So you're not working. Um, mm -hmm. So it is more efficient. However, one of the reasons is you can't separate work from personal. Because mm -hmm. there's no there's no here and there, that mm -hmm. means that you're always working and you're always personal, and right. that is very mentally hard to you know unplug. And they had that you know I'm not sure where it is in that bill that was passed where you know people can't email you past a certain time. It was like some yeah, I'm not sure the, if it's Ontario or federal. It's Ontario, hmm. and it's the bill. Um, it's the Right to Disconnect Act. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the idea that like you do past your, your whatever lauded hours of work have the right to disconnect your just because you're home and you're available by your email or your phone. You're not expected to continue working past the times that you've been scheduled or you're being paid to. Um, 
honestly, I just think it's a wish wash act. Like people are not going like no one's really following. Oh, for sure. Um, The expectations have always, and I guess it depends on the field. Like I, I, you know, I work in social services, so it's a little bit different, but you know, when you work with people and humans and their lives and, you know, their whole lives are at stake. Like you're not just like, sorry, I have the right to disconnect. Like I'm not going to answer my phone. Um, but I think for, for people in more corporate settings, it's a little bit different. I think you, it's something you can probably use to your advantage to kind of say like, I'm, I'm, I've done my eight hours. Like I'm not going to be expected to push this project past Mm -hmm. the times that I'm allotted to work. Right. Um, but like, you know, you did say that they're getting mentally healthier people who work an extra hour more, an extra day more. I don't know about this mentally healthier piece. For sure. Yeah, there it is, right? But then, because you can't separate, you end up being men- more mentally unhealthy because of it. So it basically yeah. is like you get super mentally ha- ha- uh, healthy because you're working from home and you don't have the commute. And then there's almost this like buyer's remorse from new people to working from home that happens maybe about a month or two after. Yeah. Of it's higher stress than it was before. And that's mm-hmm. mainly due to what I think you're hinting at is, you know, the human interaction piece the mm-hmm. the lonely person that um they don't have friends they have coworkers i know that's kind of um maybe oversimplifying things but mm-hmm. like people rely on those um and then when they get to go into the office let's say they haven't been there in two months forget yeah. about productivity if you got a hybrid model just just say that if you work one day a week nothing's mm-hmm. getting done that's your you're social gonna, day yeah it's your yeah. social day you're gonna go in it's like if you're a doctor and you do see patients some days and you're in surgery that's like the seeing patients on Friday. Yeah. Actually, Friday would be a good remote uh, hybrid day. If you think about it, you're already really checked out day. mentally. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah. You're like, whatever. <laughs> I don't, you know, what's getting yeah. done? No, it's a weekend, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you know, obviously what's probably helpful is, you know, with higher stress and uh, people tend to, you know, um, higher stress always, not always, typically is more alcohol right? Because for the higher stress, you need something to um, depress it, to -hmm. bring it down. Mm -hmm. But then that just uh, snowballs and makes it worse. So even though it would seem like, yeah, like Friday, you really need that, whatever, it does not really, you know, equate to anything better. um, No. And I I think there have been studies done about like the increase of substance use since the pandemic, obviously. And um, yeah, people working from home and and all these aspects, for sure. And again, it's, this is the hard piece. Like, you know, yes, you get to work with no pants on and you're still presentable or professional. <laughs> like, did you want to tell my story before she's like, Pauline is like, can you save that for the pod? And I was like, listen, this is your first time on this. Like, you're, all, you're already like, you want a, you want a job like, because you're awesome in every way. Like, it's like, oh, my mental health has increased. Um, since you come on this pod also since not wearing pants, you know, yeah. like, uh, like I was, t- Rui stepped away and when he stepped away, he was in pajamas. So just yeah. so, you know, and I had two <laughs> calls no, on, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all. Everyone uh, stand up on pants. three. Yeah. I have to, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it was like a client call and a, and a employee call on the, you know, Friday last week, both of them, I had no pants on. I was just standing desk. I was like, my legs are getting so cold because I have a treadmill. So if the treadmill's not on, like I'm freezing. Right. And I'm like, all right, can we like, you don't want to make someone feel like you want to wrap it up, but like, you know, standing two hours without pants in a basement. And then like, you're trying to be energy conservative. So you're freezing. Um, but yeah, like I, and then you forget 
And then you're like, ah, I don't know, standing desk for the win. Because, you know, when you said that, stand up, you could be like, I'm already standing. <laughs> what do you want me to, you want me to lower the desk? I'll lower it. Like, do you want me to sit down? <laughs> like, can you imagine if this stuff is like stand up and then you just, you're, you go below just the camera? Like lowering your desk. Yeah. 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 Like that yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog finger. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Crazy. There's it's no, there's for sure so many pants. benefits, and 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 I think for people who do have already a rich, fulfilling life outside of work, um, mm. and who have a good, strong circle and have a lot of connections, this is just increasing their quality of life. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing that I will say for those people um, is that you, be be very mindful of your own boundaries. Be very mindful of your the pressure that we put on ourselves because I think. Mm a huge piece of what we do is we now say, well, I'm working from home. So I have to make sure that I do this personal list of things that I have to get done on top of the eight hours of work that I also have to get done. And now we're thinking, now we just merge the two, right? Whereas before we're like, well, this personal list can't get done because I'm working all day. Um, And it's just like what you're saying, the personal and the professional are mixing and we're trying to get so many things done at once. So boundaries are huge. We need to establish like, what are we doing? What are our goals? Um, be very realistic with yourself. Do not put this pressure on yourself to have to get so much done just because you're home. You're still working. Mm -hmm. This isn't leisure. And I think it's taking a lot of time for us to readjust our mindset to also not feel guilty that, okay, but because I'm home, I should do more. Or because I'm home, um, I should be working longer because I didn't have to go into the office. If this is the Mm -hmm. model that your employer has agreed to and set, it's not to increase expectations on what your uh, productivity should be in that sense. Like you're going to do what Mm -hmm. you're supposed to do, but do not put extra pressure on yourself is what I'm trying to say. Yep, for sure. And self uh, love is very important. And um, yeah, setting those boundaries are good. Mm -hmm. Like rest time is important. Uh, I was going to say sabbatical, but I meant to say Sabbath. (laughs) Um, yeah. is important, meaning like you have no screen time. I couldn't yeah. sleep last night because I was editing videos for <laughs> YouTube. Um, but like I uh, YouTubed like something and an Eckhart Tolle video came up about how phone uh, phones kind of distract us from uh, stillness. And oh. uh, he, he said something fascinating, which helped me fall right asleep because his voice is very calming. <laughs> he said, um, why is it that we live in this world where um, we've put up a lot of things to keep us constantly stimulated? It's almost like a deliberate attempt to avoid stillness. Mm -hmm. So I know this sounds very like pie in the sky, hippie, past the Kool-Aid that kills you. Um, But potentially sit in a room (laughs) with no screens and do nothing. Like, like that sounds crazy, right? Yeah. Didn't, we touch, 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 uh, didn't we talk about this on uh, the last podcast? We did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Think about stillness and, and uh, stillness. Yes. Yeah. Something it, like, I really like how that was sorry. said. Yeah. I really like how that was said. Can you repeat that? The last no piece of what, what he said, said deliberately. <laughs> it's oh, like it's, we it's like, can I just tell you, like, um, I, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, you know, um, yeah, I like that like, too. 
Like I have um like I'm highly efficient and also highly disabled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like well, maybe um, you need Paula's help after all or Paulina's help. Sorry. Yes, and since she's Paula. down the street, since <laughs> Yeah, we're neighbors. Paulina, we just found out. I'll walk to your house yeah, and like then have that from. human interaction. And yeah. then like she's like, Call the police, this guy's being weird. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, no, he said if I can Walking try again, with no pants. Yeah, like uh well yeah, it's actually getting warm enough. Oh. Like nobody, it's not. Um It's okay for work though. Like Why can't it be okay um, here? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's always it's warmer near Pauline's house. Like you start warm. It's like like this is melted, it's down the street. It's like, yeah, trust me. It's like, what are you talking about? Oh, he said, um, um it so we have all of these screens and Netflix and games and all of these things to keep us constantly stimulated, coffee, um, it's almost as if we're going out of our way as a species to deliberately avoid stillness. And, and he spoke, he spoke about it in a way that he's like, I know that this is the way, right. Without being like a, you know, a cocky prick, right. Like, Mm -hmm. because obviously he's enlightened past the point to need to tell people that he's enlightened um and he said that he's like you know you don't need any of that uh and he he gave the analogy you're sitting outside doing nothing listening to the wind the birds the background getting calm things are arising within you and then oh you get a text message you must look at it because the expectation we have is we must respond immediately Mm-hmm. And um, his wife told him that. And he's like, why must I respond immediately? Why do I have to be available? Um, so again, crazy, but you get end your, if you can, when you get to 5 p.m., turn off your phone. Don't, yeah. don't go on screens. Don't look at screens. Absolutely. If you have a window that has a beautiful outside, that's the only screen that maybe you can look at and maybe go outside and uh, walk around. I, it's hard yeah. in the winter for sure. But yeah, it's know. not, but it's not, we live in Canada. We have boots, we have jackets. It's not, it's not hard. Um, sure. It's one of the conversations I have with my clients. So my kind of go-to is like, typically we get an hour break. So I, my suggestion is always like you do a half hour lunch and two 15 minute breaks. Do not leave it for you to just take this one hour. And now you're like, Hmm, what errands can I run in this one hour? Maybe I'll go do my groceries. Maybe I'll go do this. No, this one hour is a break for you. It's for your mental health, for you to take a step back, not to continuously stimulate yourself, just like what, exactly what mm-hmm. you're saying, um, yeah. to the point where you're not, your brain's not getting in your rest. You're so, the mental load that has that we've put on ourselves, and, and really, truly, it is a lot to do with this work from home model. Um, the mm-hmm. mental load has increased so much to the point that we're just like these robots trying to produce and produce and produce, um, and we're not giving ourselves time to recharge to even realize how much that would help our production and our productivity yes. in general, right? Yeah. So we think like, well, I can't take a break. I have to produce. I promise you what you're going to put together when you're like on 10% is not the same as what you're going to put together when you're on like 50 at least, right? Mm-hmm. So take that, take those two 15-minute breaks. Take the half-hour lunch. Eat. Eat, people. Don't just have coffee. People like... Wait, I, eat no people? One, no, you're yeah, pro, yeah. pro-cannibal? <laughs> I see how I see how that. Like, are we getting back into Resident Evil now? Is that what we're talking about? No, here? no. Like yeah. it's because I spoke when she was speaking, and what I've learned is I should listen. <laughs> yes. No, it did sound so. People eat. I'm talking to the audience. Like eat. Ah, there we go. Yeah. That makes okay. sense. Valid. 
people eat. Um, <laughs> people, people eat. People sleep. People Done. Meet. Yeah, there you go. Meet. There's my advice. Meet <laughs> people. Yeah. All right. I see. You guys are going on tangent now. Thanks. So, yeah. You gotta save us. You, you know, know, speaking it, of your, your, you were you talking about fifteen minute, thirty minute, as opposed to one hour, right? Mm-hmm. But that even that whole system is wacky, right? Whether yeah. you take fifteen, fifteen, or one hour, you, they're still turning you into some kind of uh, some boomer kind of punch clock automaton, uh, right? Yeah, you should have Scheduled. however much time you need. Oh, a thousand percent. The food that you want, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel like eating it, when you're hungry, and not at these exact intervals. Um, they should kind of do away with that whole um, thing just for our kind of ment- mental health, right? <laughs> like a Terry Fox hot dog. They should do away with all of it. Across Canada. And well, it's like, sorry, my lunch, my lunch takes a long time. Meeting a, a me- I'm meeting a human leg. I'm sorry. I'm going to take yeah, a bit. So one bite okay. at a time. So, yes, I agree with you a thousand percent. In an ideal world, we're like, okay, here's what you need to get done. Here is the expectation of your job. If, as long as you produce, I don't care how you do it. Right. And, and this is the beauty of, of being a developer and being able and being able to work from home is yeah. that freedom is 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 we're not bound by that no we're not bound by that control so we're we're completely okay. free and absolved of that insanity so let me challenge you how many breaks do you take in a day i'm on break right now i'm breaking all the time I'm, you're not I'm on break. i know you're not <laughs> i know I'll you're answer, not i'll answer that properly paulina i Thank you. like i i've worked from home more than i have in the past i don't know four years and my wife's like the other day so do you think this summer you'll do gardening work yeah. but i used to love it i do not do i don't leave this desk like i do not leave this basement i'm like a prisoner in my own house which used to be the mm-hmm. place that i love and now it's it's turning into something that gives me anxiety when I look around. Uh, it's yeah. a dungeon it's, now. It's a dungeon. And uh, when my wife unlocks the, the basement door or puts <laughs> through the baloney under the door for my mm-hmm. lunch, um, and if she lets me out, like, uh, do I go outside? No. No. Like, because Why outside is, is not completing tasks. Right. And if I, if I don't complete, <laughs> and as soon as you complete a task, uh, you don't take time to, like, uh, appreciate or like reflect, you're like, okay, what's next? And right. that is the dopamine greed cycle because greed cannot be satisfied with greed. And then the yeah. higher that you have, that is more you get. And what I found is the antagonist to dopamine is serotonin. You want to feel very bad about yourself, complete more tasks. You want to yeah. feel even worse about your life, complete even more. If you did a hundred last week, if you do 200 this week, you'll be more depressed this week than you were last yeah. It's not about completing more or doing better. It's about taking that time. Like even Jeff Bezos is, he's, you know, arguably, you know, a prick for the most part. Like, I don't think a lot of people are like, yeah, he's such a cool, nice guy in, in terms of <laughs> what he's kind of contributed to the world of late. But he even said that, no, I'd rather get an eight hour sleep. I, I, I get right. I, I wouldn't want to produce anything mentally if I wasn't well rested. And mm-hmm. if you're always cranking dopamine by completing tasks, by the time you get to bedtime, um, you have not enough serotonin to convert into melatonin. Mm-hmm. So unplugging is probably a great idea. Like five, boom, no yeah. bright yeah. lights, no screens. I was working on a project from seven in the morning last week, and it was three o'clock, 3 p.m. I realized I didn't have a coffee, a bite of food. Time just flew. I did not know what time it was until it was 3 p.m. Yeah. To pick mm. up my son from school and mm-hmm. I just I was unaware. So yeah. So here's a wild concept. It's, it's messed up. 
<laughs> so here's a wild concept. You said like this boomer mentality of like these 30 minutes, 15 and 15. Yeah. Um, I think we're in a place in the world where now we're, it used to be like, can't have your, you know, do you remember the days where it was like, do not have your phone out when you're working? Like you can't have your phone on you. Oh yeah. Um, so we've gone from that, this like instillment of like, make sure you take, these are your breaks and you're not allowed to socialize outside of this to now make sure you take this 30 minutes and this 15 minutes because our employees are burning out. Right. Mm. And this, this, what it used to be, this kind of like boomer mentality of like, okay, you're only allowed to lunch at this time is almost moving towards a place where we're forcing people to take time and we're having to put in the right to disconnect acts that are not really, yes, there's obviously the, the employer piece of this, but a lot of it is self-served. A lot of it Mm -hmm. is us not respecting our own boundaries. A lot of it is us not um, appreciating ourselves, our time and, and our humanity enough and not respecting ourselves enough to say, no, I need this. And this project is not more important than me eating. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do yeah. the next one if I, I don't eat, yeah. right? So, so yeah. I think this 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 concept of like, you know, these these time frames. We need guidelines. We need time frames. If we don't set schedule, we don't function on just the fly. Because when you right. do, this is what happens. You sit at a desk from seven till three, and you don't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and That's then true, 65, yeah. you retire, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do some gardening. And then you yeah. go out there and have a heart attack, and your face yeah. goes right in the dirt because you're not used to moving your body. Um, so I have a treadmill underneath my standing desk. I, I walk that. 10K a day um, at you know five kilometers an hour, I think, or whatever five speed is. Like I, I am sweating after maybe five minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'll turn it off for the calls because I'm obnoxious but not that obnoxious to be panting um, on your calls okay. yeah to be panting like <laughs> oh what's wrong you just, it just escaped a tiger but i mean even <laughs> that i find is just like if you get physically healthy mm-hmm. it definitely helps with everything in the world because at least we're hunter gatherers right so we're not like if you look at a lot of the societies that don't have screens and they're just like you know going out there getting food going back they look at like the western society is like a a bunch of Neanderthals where we're looking at, you know, certain tribes that, you know, are, you know, don't go into a population at all that are disconnected, you know, language we, we've never heard of all that stuff. Mm -hmm. They're like, what are these people doing? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah, There's uh, there was a funny thing on TikTok that the person said, Oh, uh, why don't you want to go to America and like live the, the American dream. And he said in whatever they had to translate, he's like, is that, uh, America is at the place where they jump off the buildings mm-hmm. because they don't do that because the there's no the mental health there is like yeah. oh um they don't prescribe uh, SSRIs or antidepressants what they do mm-hmm. is they say okay you're feeling uh, depressed uh, I want you to go and do something for someone else and apparently mm-hmm. that is much better to do that, yeah. than than right. SS, uh, you know uh, taking medication to you know to inhibit serotonin so it makes more. It's like, no, if you want to make more serotonin, you do less work. Yeah. Well, they're concerned what? with survival, right? Survival mm-hmm. of, of the self. So a little yeah. bit different than what we're concerned about, right? Mm-hmm. You don't think we're concerned with the survival of our... of our? No, I mean, none of us have to go out and, and, and kill something for food and have to skin it or else we don't eat that evening, right? That's no. our survival of the mm. body. There's nobody in that situation here, and that's why we I, have a lot of mental issues, right? I know what Pauline's going to say, but go ahead. I, 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 
<laughs> and no, I'm just saying, I think that we underestimate just because we're not going out there and we're not having to hunt and gather. I don't think that what we do is, is killing our, our people. I don't think that, you know, I think we underestimate how much of this hustle and bustle and this grind that we're so used to is deteriorating our population and is turning mm -hmm. like we have to think like, what is the, the next 10, the next two generation going to look like? Right. Like, what is that? Like, are we producing people who are going to be healthy, ready to like sustain our, our group to sustain our no, people? Probably not, but not, not here in the West, but there are places where they will sustain humanity for sure. Just not here. Right. Yeah. Definitely not here. I don't see yeah. how that's possible. Right. I just don't see how we're going to like, how we're going to move past this. Right. Like you know, how are mental we health sustain? has always been around. Right. But look yeah. at some tribes, they may have mental health issues, but they're busy have things to do to survive to keep other people alive yeah mm -hmm. they don't have time to think about anxiety and breathing into a paper bag they don't have paper bags yeah they also right? again they're not as unhealthy right because they're outside they're you know working with their body and yeah. you know going back to what i was saying about how i got way more mentally fit by becoming physically fit in the yeah. past two years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now i can output much more work but am i doing much more downtime no even less than ever yeah so now i'm like you know more mentally you know good because of the physical but i'm like taking less breaks than ever mm -hmm. yeah i mean what, one good example is the hakawi tribe in uh southern um where were they? southern brazil they're they're a great example of um you know people who have their faculties you know completely in order but they're they're a bit short right they're about three feet and they march through the woods and they're typically always chanting, where the heck are we? Where the heck are we? But I'm not entirely sure if that aids their mental health or or uh, just kind of, you know, makes a little more, more um, I don't know, resilient. Yeah. But they definitely have uh, don't have self-esteem issues, right? Mm. Our yeah. self-esteem I mean, issues don't come from boredom. Wait, from... wait, wait what, why were you guys laughing? Did you think I was making I, that up? No, I didn't know where that was going, to be honest. <laughs> no. uh, they have a mobile app, though, right? Who? Oh. <laughs> the, that tribe? I'm serious. Look them up. They're a real like tribe. Bigfoot pygmies. Oh, okay. So it was a true thing, but then the pun was just a like a slice through, like because I thought the pun decredited this story, but this true. They're, Wait, this what, is what was the tribe. pun? Can you point out the pun to me? I'm not sure what oh, it was. Uh, yeah, I got a pun for you. So my favorite <laughs> um, type of joke and rapper is yeah. a big pun. There you go. Then that's a double entendre plus that a is pun. a double entendre. Like you know when you're adding up the map, like the you know you're like okay, so he ordered two fish sticks with a side of cheese, and it's like, and then you're like, that was uh, fifty bucks. Okay, thank you. But my best dad joke happened, you know, when my kids were born because I think, <laughs> I think before then it was just jokes, mm. right? I don't obviously. think I'm, I'm literally not witty enough to keep up with these. Like, I'm not. <laughs> Logan, that, that was a good one, though. Which one? The tribe? The last one. Or the, no, the last the one. Big, the big pun? No, the one after that. Oh, the, uh, what did I say? I don't know, something about. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just gone. Like, it's like, yeah, I, it's yeah, like yeah, a, a short-term amnesia. Um, what did I say? Yeah, like, there's something missing, but there's something yeah. extra. You know what I mean? So, definitely something extra. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like you know how they have like the spectrum, but then they have like the the ultraviolet spectrum. That's like yeah. it's like that's where I am. It's like just up here. That's a like, good you place can't to see me. that without glasses. Yeah. 
It's a good place. Well, thank to you. Be. I don't love myself as much as I should. Yeah. Um, well, you should, and and you should, and yeah. you know, I think like a, a few things that you Just brought up that were. Right <laughs> yeah, not on camera. Not on ca- not on camera. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't hear the panting. Um, okay, so I think one of the things that you know you brought up that was really good was the self love piece, and you kind of unintentionally brought up mindfulness without meaning to bring up. I think mindfulness, but um, that time to like step away to disconnect. It's not I, like I, sometimes you simplify it by saying just, you know, put your phone on silent and don't answer your notifications. Like realistically, we, re- we have responsibilities like dinner time. How many of us are like, you know, maybe not us, but there's other people where they're like, my kid needs to eat and they're not eating. I'm putting on the TV for them to eat. Like it's almost at this day and age so impossible to step away from this kind of, I know it's a big no, no. I'm just saying there are people who, who resort to things, maybe the ones who have like six kids and they're like trying to find sanity in yes. any ounce of the, you know, they can. Um, but I think it's about just being mindful about this mm-hmm. and not, um, not kind of saying like trying to, a lot of people simplify it to the point that they're hoping life will just give them time for this. Life will just let them step away or or when things are less busy, I'm going to try to implement this. When things are not as hectic and my to-do list is not as long, I'm going to try to make some more time to just be still and have some peace and quiet. Life's Mm -hmm. never getting less busy. I can promise you that. There's never going to be a time in your life when you're like, okay, now. Mm -hmm. Now's the time. It's not going to happen. So what are we waiting right. for? The same thing with exercise, right? People are like, when I have time, I'm going to start exercising. You never are going to have time to exercise. Like your life is not just going to give mm-hmm. you this window of time. So, I, you know, right. I, it's the same thing with mindfulness, like finding time in your day to one, like you said, appreciate the things that you're doing, appreciate your productivity, appreciate the tasks that you're completing, give yourself some actual affirmation of, holy crap, like I'm doing a really good job. And I'm so bomb at what I'm doing. um, Mm -hmm. point that I deserve to eat. So maybe I should step Mm -hmm. away, grab my lunch, sit outside for a little bit. It's springtime now sit on your porch. I don't care where you go. Mm Um, but just take the lunch outside. Don't bring your phone with you. Give yourself that 15 minutes. And I'm going to go back to those boomer boundaries that we called them, but they're needed because if you don't have them, you're just a free flow and, and you're never making time. You're not putting in time in your schedule to actually give yourself that minute to be still. So be, be intentional, be mindful with it. Actually mm-hmm. set time aside, schedule these things as if it was a meeting because otherwise you're never going to yeah. do it. Yeah, like even use your Outlook calendar to say, yeah. I blocked off this time to yeah. work out or I blocked off this time for, you know, lunch or mental health mm-hmm. or just going for a walk. And then when people schedule stuff, they'll see that your availability is off. And then my other tip for people that are listening that are, you know, going through stuff is like the treadmill work for me. And also when you're on a meeting and you can't walk, I have like these at the side of my desk, right? Mm-hmm. So I basically have them like basically at the side and you can imagine, and I'm just kind of doing like wrist curls, which help with whatever. Um, and you know, you can't really, t- you probably didn't know that, you know, I was doing that for a, a I little actually bit. thought you were going to pick up a bottle. I'm sorry. My <laughs> oh, here's a, a, a bottle of 50% moonshine. And for those that like to take zoom meetings and hate their boss, what you want to do is just take it out during the video call and make one of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like no like right like listen listen man like, uh, highly optimized yeah yeah <laughs> or like, um, yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And that's a great idea. I actually read who I think my husband told me once he read this study where it was saying that for people working from home, even if you do um, a, a sitting down, if you do calf flexes with your toes, like you literally mm-hmm. like lift your like put pressure on your toes, flex your mm-hmm. calves and you that on and off throughout the day that mm-hmm. increases your like that alone counts almost like a like towards like an exercise or movement for your yeah, body for and sure. the way that your body i don't know like i could probably send you a link once we do find this and the theory behind it yeah. but it's just the small things you can do while you're still trying to obviously be productive but no I'm matter just what doing that I'll right look, now and yeah. my my legs are numb like i like i realized like wow like i can't even like it hurts so bad to do that just right? lift your toes all the way up and then push and then them all the way down calves. Yeah. It hurts because I think yeah. that there's like a lack of blood flow when you're sitting, like even in the best chairs, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they say sitting is the new smoking, but the, quite honestly, stagnancy or like staying in one spot is the new smoking. Yeah. There is yeah. a good guy on Upright Health. He got re- went really popular on YouTube. He had some good tips too. If you got a, like a laptop, work from home, um, you know, if you sit and then you're on a mouse and keyboard docked. Uh, you could also lie on the ground and then like just put your feet in some weird position, like get your body all like pretzel yeah. for some reason. And then maybe you have your laptop up here. Just keep moving around, you know, like yeah. don't sit all day. And to you, like I know a lot, obviously you have a whole setup in the basement, but a lot of people do have been putting their offices in the basement um, just mm. because now an expectation is you don't have an office, but you need a space. Like we're not paying you more for it, but you need to yep. dedicate a space of your home to an, a private office that you can have meetings mm-hmm. without disrupt. Like right, um, and most people can't do that. They can't dedicate a whole bedroom to an office or whatever it may be. Right. Um, but if you are able to, when you are not having meetings, unplug your laptop, go sit on your at your kitchen or at your dining room table where there's windows and you're getting mm-hmm. some natural light. Some. It makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vitamin D. Um, right in the morning, right in your eyeballs. Don't look Mm -hmm. at it directly. Um, and you know, that's the only vitamin I would ever recommend to anyone just take is like at least 10,000 UI of vitamin D daily. And the thing, since it's a fat soluble vitamin really doesn't absorb, right? So if you take a teaspoon of MCT oil, maybe about 10 minutes before the vitamin D, you can pretty much double, I don't know, efficaciously what the actual amount is, but you do feel it a much more, um, and I never had that growing up. I would just be yeah. like, I'm sad. I don't know why, right? In the winter yeah. time. But I would say your kids for sure, not the Flintstone ones, not the ones with a bunch of sugar, but just like, you know, they even have D drops that you can put D-drops, in their right? yeah, meal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not just in the winter, for the summer too. Like, this is one of the most underrated. We're literally in these institutions with uh, light, de- light deprived institutions, especially mm-hmm. the basement where it's mm-hmm. colder, lack of blood flow, lack of sun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sunlight's very important because you get that sun in your face in the morning. That's your high amount of, I don't know, whatever it is, your uh, adrenaline. And then you have that dopamine that converts to um, serotonin throughout the day. You're yeah. very happy if you get the sun. And then eventually serotonin converts to melatonin. That's when you get like mellow. Tony, yeah. you know, and you like yeah. <laughs> calm down and sleep. And for the parents out there that are giving their kids with all, you know, within reason, melatonin, which is a hormone, for some reason, you can buy this hormone just in a vitamin form that mm-hmm. is detrimental in so many ways. So, now, so are, what is it for to calm them down? 
uh, you know, yes, some parents will just like, my kid can't sleep. I give him an iPad all day long. Why can't he sleep? And then they hit him with melatonin, which is a hormone, which mm-hmm. you're not supposed to take exogenous uh, hormones in children, especially because they're developing mentally and physically. But yeah. a, a melatonin for me is the conversion of serotonin into melatonin, not melatonin directly. That's like yeah. saying, I don't even care if you were happy today. Here's yeah all the happiness in the form of tiredness. It just messes you up, right? Yeah. Um, there are people that do need to take it for you know, obviously reason or the kids, but that is the worst thing to do. I would say that peop- anyone taking like melatonin to sleep as a sleep aid mm-hmm. should take high amounts of vitamin D in the morning because mm-hmm. that right. will convert to melatonin much more naturally than taking exogenous melatonin or, yeah. you know, so. Have you ever yeah, heard of ashwagandha? Yes, and that has melatonin is that melatonin yeah yeah and ashwagandha is like it also has some psychedelic effects like if i take too much oh, ashwagandha it? i'm like like i went in my hot tub on like too much ashwagandha at night and mm-hmm. it's like oh there's gonna be a bear that's gonna hop the fence and just like maybe have a <laughs> shot of vodka with me and then nice. probably kill me after it's just like it was night. yeah because yeah. he was in a hurry <laughs> he was rushed <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. See, how do we get on backtrack? Uh, back on track? I don't know. Like, but I will add to that: magnesium mm-hmm. is a huge piece. Yes, um, a Such lot of an- people. Yeah, a lot of people underestimate their. Um, they like they jump to melatonin. They jump to sleep medication um, without mm-hmm. even doing blood work to check. Like, do you have a deficiency in, in magnesium? Which is very easy for us to, to get, and the kids as well. A lot of kids do end up having a deficiency oh, yeah? and magnesium yeah so banana yeah, but then yeah. you need to take iron right iron to kind of um activate the magnesium or is it the other way around oh i don't like know one of them you have to take together iron and magnesium yeah, or there is some of that. And iron yeah i can't remember i but do yeah, i do take both as a mm-hmm. just like in general right. because i i'm i'm i have low magnesium and iron so i take both but i don't know yeah, there's something mm, about this, there's also something that stops. I think dairy prevents you from absorbing iron. Like I was told not mm, to take, eat dairy with iron when I take my iron pills. Yeah, everything affects something yeah. else. But generally, if you're doing something other than nothing, you're going to be better off. So like as, right. as long as you're an advocate for your uh, progressive, better mental health, you're in a better spot than people that are smoking and getting drunk and not even looking at their kids. Like chuck them an iPad. And um, that's such a there's huge like two, piece. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say there's like two types of, uh, uh, it's called not melatonin. Um, what you're saying, what, what magnesium? was your supplement again? Magnesium. Um, that Dr. Andrew Huberman recommends like one is like, um, magnesium theonate. And then one of them is by, by something eight, like one of them's more, the second one's more common. The other one's more, you know, expensive, but hard to get there because there is like 10 different variants of magnesium. So just don't blindly buy magnesium um, and do your research. You, yeah, you don't want to cheap out on, don't get the McDonald's of magnesium, but yeah, majority of the world they say is like deficient in that um, electrolyte, like Mm -hmm. sodium, magnesium, Mm -hmm. uh, potassium, but you're, Mm -hmm. that's a great example, bananas, right? Mm -hmm. Like if people want to eat a lot of those, go bananas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Natural. Right. And it, it just, sometimes it's, it's very overwhelming. And I do have some clients, especially like parents or like parents of like kids, like young kids who are so overwhelmed with this whole concept of like, how do I keep my kids healthy? And so much stress comes with that too. Is like, well, what supplements do I give them? It's so overwhelming. You know, my doctor mm-hmm. says nothing, right. Then you have the doctors, right. Who will be like, yeah. they don't need anything. They're fine. They get it as long as they have a rich diet. 
okay, mm-hmm. great. What's a rich diet for a picky kid? Like that's hard. Um, so, you know, I always recommend like, do get in touch with a naturopath, do work with people who do mm. specialize with these things who can really guide you and help you. And also something is better than nothing. Start small, mm. right? Do your research about one thing. Like you said, vitamin D, start with that. Do your research about that, implement it, and then just start small. Don't try to be it all and end all and get it all right instantly. Um, because it takes time for people to get to a place where they really figured out a good regime for themselves, nevertheless, their kids. So right. just start somewhere, right? And this uh, is all for, for the mental health, of course. This is all for the mind. Of course. Well, it's physical, mental, right. like it's all connected, right? Like we yeah. have to be physically well to be mentally well. We have to make right. sure that we're like the supplements and just that we're, we're that's the number one thing. So typically when I meet with my clients, the one of the first questions is like, what supplements are you taking? What is your medical mm-hmm. history? What does like, what does your health look like? I can't support your mental health without understanding your physical health. If you're someone that's chronically ill and you're having a lot of physical health issues that could be connecting that a hundred percent not could be, but they are um, yeah. connecting to your mental health. And we have to be able to work on both. I can't just, you know, tell you, well, my counseling supports are going to help you to not feel depressed when the medication you're taking is causing you to be depressed. Right. right. So it's, it's one is tied with the other always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what the worst thing is, is like people just like, Oh, I'll take this vitamin. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, I, I feel like we're like humanity's not in the spot right now. We're like, okay, I'll take this vitamin. And then where's the, um, like, you know how they have for, um, diabetes where they could check their insulin and like they have a, they could put is something that, like in the freestyle like, or like, yeah. yeah why yeah. can't I get that for a full I blood know, check? Right. Because can you imagine it, people are like vitamins right now are like this and maybe in like 30 years, they won't be hopefully people are like, I'll just pop vitamins. And I think that's fixing it, but they don't test after to see how that affect them. Right. Um, so I like one of the things that, you know, I, I uh, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, but I do want to get back into more like every two weeks, uh, get getting blood tests, because if you're making micro adjustments, how do you uh, measure those as yeah. whether they're effective or not? Maybe you've yeah. got a real bad batch of vile uh, omega, which has a lot of, you know, you know, mercury in it. And now you notice that your levels are all messed up because you cheaped out on a vitamin or whatever. Yeah. Um, You need to constantly be monitoring that stuff. If you're an advocate for your physiology and you're trying to get things right, because most optimal uh, looks and feels different than spiked or deprived in, Mm -hmm. in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we're, I'm obviously not a naturopath. I'm not a doctor. I'm not like giving any of that advice. But since there is a lot of just from what I've read too, the yeah, disclaimer here, um, there is a lot of um, research that supports the difference between synthetic and naturally sourced vitamins. I think there's a huge, mm. huge piece to kind of read into that and and look like you're saying the quality of the stuff you're taking because. I don't know. We're we're in a we're in a easy fix society, right? Like my back hurts. I need a new mattress. Um, this like it, rather than okay, maybe I need to stretch and exercise and move my body. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you know, we're we're just the same thing with vitamins. Like oh, I don't sleep well. I'm going to take melatonin. 
rather than cut back my screen time. So again, it's, and I'm not, I don't blame people, right? Like I don't blame people mm. because to an extent, like when, when you're in this hustle and bustle society, like when do you have time to do this research? When do you have to, time to be a, an expert at this? We can't be experts mm. at everything. And right. it is really time consuming to find the right information, to have supportive research. Unfortunately, from my personal experience, our doctors are not the people who are going to give us the information that we're looking for. We're lucky, we're lucky to get 15 minutes, you know? Mm. So, so where are we finding this? Um, but I do think there are professionals, like, for example, in terms of mental health, you need strategies on how to increase some of your quality of life and find ways to kind of get past the, the sleep um, deprivation, get past, you know, the, the mental load, the stress that you're feeling and figure out how to manage it. Go to an expert. You want to increase your vitamins, go to an expert. Go to the people who know how to help you with this. Don't just try to be an, a, an expert yourself at it all because I don't, there's a reason why people have their professions, right? And I think we mm. minimize that sometimes. Right. Yeah. And if you go to, you have 15 minutes with your doctor and she's got to like compress what you've been going through the past three yeah. months, there's no chance. Some advice that I was given that I implemented, if you're going to go to your family doctor, like, come strapped, meaning that like yeah. you've spent weeks preparing and saying, Hey, this is the research I've done. This is what I think. What do you think? Because like, if you don't do that, this is what doctors typically do, especially I find to females, because I, I just feel like, you know, you go in there and you're like, this is how I feel. And they're like, Oh, you're just a mom. Right. Like sometimes it's like that <laughs> where I'm like, and but like, I guess for men, it, it, it's a little different where, um, I heard someone talking about this on a podcast in Canada. It's like, okay, if you want a prescription for X and you've done your research, you better show up in emergency with your leg off, right? Yeah. Where in the US, it's basically a Skype call or a Zoom call. And this is saying, this is what I was thinking about trying to optimize whatever. And then they, you know, digitally fax or EDI the script to your pharmacy. Wow. It, the access to medication is much easier in the US mm -hmm. where a lot of Canadian ex, like, you know, entrepreneurs are setting up uh, you know, shop in US, but not Canada, because Canada is too hard to get into that space. Mm -hmm. right. um, yeah, it's very difficult. So come with some research already. And then what you recommend, like, but your doctor can obviously, you know, be the final say or, or say, no, let's try this first. Yeah. You know, but if you do that, don't don't show up at your doctor and say, hey, you got a tummy ache. And uh, what do you think? And they'll be like, yeah, get out of here. Right? Like you yeah. have to like have some kind of like, do the work for them and they'll be like the almost like the trigger, but you got to build the whole, you know, lack of better preparing the case. Gun. You're preparing the <laughs> We're case. About you are, yeah, I know you are like yeah. you're preparing your case like and, and you have to mm -hmm. almost think ahead, right? Like, what are they going to ask? What are they going to want to know? Um, mm -hmm. We do this with our kids, but we don't think about doing that for ourselves, right? So if your ch child is sick and you're going to take them to the doctor, you prepare this whole case of like what I've tried, what I've done, the symptoms, yeah. what it's been happening, what's the normal pattern? How is this different? We prepare this whole case because the child can speak for themselves. So when you're going for mm -hmm. yourself, you have to do the same thing prepare your whole case mm. of what's been going on um i know a lot of people are like recently have i've been hearing this but you're going to a doctor and you're like okay i'm here for x y and z they're like well we're going to tackle x but if you want to talk about y and z you have to come back and book another appointment mm. there's been a lot of like i think since like again pandemic i think family doctors are getting a lot of pushback in terms of their practice mm -hmm. and how they're how they're treating patients and, and there's a lot of stop to like virtual appointments yeah. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of pushback in different ways, but I think one of them is the billing piece and they are, yeah, they're cutting down on kind of like, if you're going in there, ex 
expect to just talk about the one thing. Yeah, be an advocate for your own health, do your research, kind of yeah. be ready, build your case. Um, yeah. As a person that like I've openly admitted that like maybe, you know, 10 years ago, I had a lot of issues with depression during the winter and stuff. And I was like trying to fix all of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, for, for me, I noticed it when um, and like I've been fine ever since, you know, with vitamin D, proper exercise, getting light mm. um, is that it it's if it feels not normal, like not your normal self, it's probably worth talking to someone before it yeah. gets too bad. I remember just driving in one day. It's like a very long time ago. I'm like, I really dislike myself, right? I really don't like who, I, but the thoughts were coming from not me. It was almost like it, they were like imposed on me. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I was like, that wasn't even me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't normally feel that way. And that is really the, the body's way of telling like, Hey, look, uh, things aren't right here. Um, you know, and for me is, I would say it's for a lot of people, it's like that whole, you wake up in the morning at like five or whatever's dark and you get out of the institution when it's dark. And for me, it was a lack of sunlight and being outside and fresh air. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if, if you don't, um, pe people advocate for your own, you know, mental, physical health. And also everyone listening to this, everyone in the world has the right to feel happy. Yeah. Uh, if you're not happy, seek that out. Y you don't have to say, you know what? This is, I guess, as good as it gets. No, yeah. it can get better. Don't but don't get don't greedy, settle. right? Don't set, but don't settle, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. No. yeah. But how do you find that balance, right? Don't settle, but don't get greedy. Like, mm -hmm. It's almost the like, balance? yeah, it's almost like a, you know, situational based where you're like, imagine you got a raise from your boss. You're super happy, but then you're like, can I get another raise? Like yeah. that's obviously does, an extreme example. End? I mean, you, you climb yeah. a mountain, then you climb, you're super happy. Your, your adrenaline's mm -hmm. at the top. You're. Yeah. Then there's another mountain to climb. There's always going to be a mountain to climb. Yeah, is there ever, I would say ever a point where you're, you're like, this is it. I'm I'm at the peak of my happiness. There is no peak, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing of the seeking and the completion yeah. of tasks with mm -hmm. greed. There's never when I'm saying, you know, you, you shouldn't be unhappy. It's like you should um, happiness for me and, and a lot of like people online that I hear that are Buddhist meditation practitioners, either religiously or secular secularly um, yeah. meaning non-religious meditation mindfulness practice like john kabat-zinn and other people in the medical space of meditation for uh, mindfulness mm -hmm. uh, and growing gray matter in the prefrontal cortex which is empathy and all of that is um is is not from seeking and dopamine like uh, task one complete task two complete that will never create well not never but like that will never uh, fulfill you from the inside. Like you need to feel mm -hmm. happy without trying. And that to me is really, um, you know, just, um, not, not completing things, but just, um, I would say unplugging for me has been like, uh, you ever just like have a nap and then you wake up, you're like, man, I feel great. That, that the equivalent of that for being awake is kind of doing nothing or unplugging and not mm -hmm. being hitting screens or what you're saying, Paulina is connecting with someone you love connecting with, a friend, a family member, and just uh, having that human level of interaction, like, hey, did you hear this? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Let's go mm -hmm. beat them up. Like that kind of stuff, right? Like, you know, a mob mentality. Yeah. For me, that's yeah. mental health at its prime. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I, that, I also, that makes sense. I also think like int being intentional, and I think planning, 
we sometimes just get into so used to just like go 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 and like complete task eight and we're looking like we're hoping this gives us the satisfaction that we're looking for without really examining like what are my core values who am I as a person Mm. and what's bringing me joy what is it in my life that I'm seeking what's my purpose like without getting deep we're always going to hit surface right we're always we're never actually going to feel that true fulfillment and that true um, satisfaction if we're just always hitting surface. So mm-hmm. look at it like what is it, what actually gives you that that great feeling of achievement? Is it having quality time with your kid? Is it getting that promotion? Is it working towards finding a new job? Do you want to change careers? Is it like what's what's doing it for you? Right? It, so- it um, sounds like happiness is just a collection of these high points in your life. It's just a collection of moments. And not necessarily a state that mm-hmm. we are in, but a collection yeah. of, of moments. It's a, right? it's a spectrum. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, if life is just a collection of happy moments, the opposite of that would be sadness. So it's just mm-hmm. sadness with a collection of happy moments. Is that yes? Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. that is the the most succinctly way I've ever heard it put. I know really. you just like crack the code. That is, that is yes, exactly. You so you got it. So like like just put a TM at the end. <laughs> or like a, but so what you that is exactly it. That's how we're. I would say majority of humanity is. Yeah. However, the reality is flipped, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a collection of sadness, <laughs> but your state <laughs> like that's pretty bad, eh? Yeah. Uh, Raise mental health. Eh? You know, like a lot of sad events, but um, your state is happiness. It comes right. from within. It it's not like the reverse. Like that is true. So um, that that whole mental health maybe comes from a lack of acceptance, right? Like mm-hmm. not not being able to face what's what's reality and what's not, and accepting the fact that life is, and you know, like that. That's the timeline of life, yeah. right? It is, um, and it's and and if we don't have this bigger picture in mind, right? If we don't have mm-hmm. these like greater goals and this like that life is bigger than just these moments these small Mm -hmm, moments of like bad things that are happening and these, uh, no matter how great, like it could be your loved one passing, but it is a chapter. It's a moment in your life and life is bigger Mm -hmm. than that. And if we lose sight of that, and if we focus on these moments and there, there can be times in your life when there is one after the other, we spiral, we spiral into a deep, deep, deep hole of life really sucks right now. And, and it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that, but this is not forever. It's, it's, it's Mm -hmm. it's just where we are right now. So That's why when I talk, again, one of the things I do with my client is just so much goal planning and talking about like, what is like, what's your purpose? What is life for you? What do you want to achieve? What's going to bring you happiness? Um, Mm -hmm. Have things to look towards and and focus on. Um, And we're, we're as humans, we're having to constantly produce, we're having to constantly change and and to uh, create new goals and meet our goals. That's the Mm -hmm. only way we do feel that accomplishment. But when we focus on the wrong ones, like all of our joy coming from just clicking off our tasks to do list at work, we're never going to get that. Right. So it has mm. to be true to our values and to our core and to who we are. So a lot of yeah. looking in as to what, it, like, who am I? What do I want? What does happiness mean to me? Um, right. And then basing your to-do list on off of that. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, if you work extra and harder, you'll be even more unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I said moron, like moron, <laughs> happy because, and moron that later, because if you're, um, I Logan's would, the yeah, pun more, king. Yeah, I I'm big pun. Pop, man. This is so good. <laughs> I, I, like I had a whole thing 
lost it. So anyway, so <laughs> as you can see, we're just clearly scratching the surface on um, mental health. Like I, I know I speak on behalf of everyone listening and that ever will listen. Pauline, we'd love to have you back for another round two, um, you know, N meaning like indefinitely you're an incredible uh, value add to the entire planet. Any, anytime you speak oh about God. trying to help people feel better about themselves where um, there's not enough awareness around this stuff there probably never will be and as long as you're ushering in that you know you probably die happy because you helped people um almost like a charity that you get paid for which is a blessing um yeah it's a good gig uh, it's a good gig i can't lie yeah (laughs) um and one thing i would say for me as well is I know this sounds oversimplifying, but if we're saying that completing tasks will never bring happy happiness or meaningful happiness, um, I found doing nothing extremely meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, like almost like you're like you you look back at the end of the day and you're like, "What I do?" I'm like, "Nothing." Yeah. And then the next day when you're at work, you're like, "Let's go!" You're like fired up. It's almost like you're recharged. Yeah. Like you'll never dig your way out of the hole. Like you're digging down, right? You have to not dig and then, you know, the dirt, I guess, pushes you back up to the surface, right? That's a really good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. If you can financially afford to not do anything, don't do it. And if they give you four tasks to complete that day, don't tell them that you completed the fourth one at noon because they'll they'll give you three more. Yeah, you know exactly. Be intentional (laughs) with that. Yeah, be intentional with, with your days and your time and respect yourself as a not just as an employee, but just really as a person. Like at the end of the day, we're not just these AI robots that are here to produce like X amount of work. Like we're people. So there Mm -hmm. has to be, um, we can't lose that humanity. We can't lose this like idea that we're, we're still humans that are trying to live a whole life that's complicated as it is on its own without having to feel like we're, we're constantly needing to produce for someone else. So that way we can live. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, We're not cooked. What what are some changes you guys are going to make? My my two work from home buddies yeah. here. <laughs> uh, changes. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> clear my just schedule. Gonna, I'm just I have a couple of outside. meetings this afternoon. Oh, um, yeah. I guess step outside. Yeah. That's it. I like it. You got some beautiful I, I rarely do. But. I have two things. Rui, you're going to take lunches. I took like, lunch. I, I you're going to eat lunch and chips. No, no, not at your be, desk. Not no, at hey, your dude. desk. Hey, wait. Hey, hey. Drive, <laughs> really drive over to my house. Yeah, I got yeah. something for you. There you go. I won't be home. I won't be home, but we'll have to reschedule. But drive over here anyways. <laughs> no, just no get, drive over. I ha- like. I'll make it worth your while. And this will kind of, you know, you, you need to get out. Okay. Don't say, oh, when. What do you say to me the other day? Like, oh, when I get, uh, I got to upgrade my bike before I come over. Got yeah, it. like Listen. what? Who says that? Hold on, hold on. Did 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 I say I'm going to upgrade my bike before I come over? I probably did. Yeah, maybe that's a little. I'm looking to upgrade my my bike this week, so I'll Mm. be over on Friday. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. Okay, all right, that's fine. I just got my license, man. Yeah, Uh, license to kill. Yeah, license to drive. Don't get me started on motorcycles. Mm. I'll take you on a ride, uh, Logan. Paulina. I'll, I'll, I'll drive beside you guys in my safe SUV. <laughs> Anything <laughs> I can do to wrap my arms wheel. around you, Rui. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just man. want to be in that little side You car, guys, you know I love I mean? that. It's the connection, and that's what we need. We need that human connection. So if you guys are going to cuddle on the motorcycle, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. Logan, you got to get yeah. out of that basement. You got to go like have lunch in your dining room, and you got to take okay. 
intentional time to do that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go up those stairs and ask my wife if she can let me out. Yeah. Uh, if I'm Knock good. on the door. Yeah. yeah. See yeah, if, if you're allowed out of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I joke, but you know, um, <laughs> yeah, actually today is the first day ever in first day ever. Today is the first day in three, four months that we now have two cars because my wife's car broke down and we oh. ordered it from Honda and it took like five months or it, it was going to take three months, but then it took four. Then it followed up to five. So but today's the first day that I can leave the house on my own with my own car. On, <laughs> she works Monday and Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday. And I, and I told her, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get shawarma corner today. Um, I like it because I can, you know, she's like, yeah, just don't you know, go, go nuts all week. <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, if you want to leave the house, it's the first day when I can actually leave. Good. I'm, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'll, meet you at, I'll meet you at the uh, at the pawn shop. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, man. What are you well, selling? Uh, what are you buying? I don't know. What are you chewing? <laughs> what are you <laughs> chewing? Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> selling Rolexes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are you talking about? What's talking about pawn shop? You remember pawn shop? Yep. No, you don't. No. I have. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. Well, it's this thing you put in your mouth and you chew it. Oh, pawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> P-A-N-N, not P-A. Uh, what's the difference? What about you, Paulina? What are you going to do now that you're um, had this conversation and you're all invigorated from the knowledge that you currently possess that you've bestowed on us, luckily? <laughs> I'm going to implement some exercise. That is honestly one area that I'm. I'm I will say, like, I'm the one to put that aside and to say, oh, when I have time, when this is done. So... I'm going to get off and I'm going to do some stretching at least to get nice. started. And then that. it's a beautiful day and I'm going to go for a walk. Awesome. This is awesome, Hopefully. man. But you know what? I feel like none of us are going to do anything we said. Ah, that is the truth. You know, <laughs> okay, so uh, here's we'll my probably time. just continue you're working. You're not getting up and you're not getting up. Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely working. I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> do but... not make my whole spiel for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. It's, um, no, yeah, I'm so it, happy you it. said that. Accountabil- accountability buddies. So mm-hmm. that is like the one thing I always say. I'm like, find someone you're gonna that's going to help you stay accountable. Find someone mm-hmm. that's going to say, did you do this? Send me a picture. Show me proof. The other day, I literally <laughs> was forcing my coworker to go out and sit on her porch. And I made her send me a selfie of her sitting on her porch. So yes. I, like just accountability. So I want to see a picture of you guys out of your rooms. Mm-hmm. out of your office rooms yep. um yeah. at least at some point of the day send it to each other if you want to keep yourselves accountable yeah, I'll send, and then I'll, I'll i'll show you a picture of my walk <laughs> maybe we'll like be having our phones out as we're walking paulina could be like from each other and be like yeah. who's this not bar holding a phone when you're walking <laughs> like oh that's paulina she's a mental health worker i'm like ah, i don't <laughs> like her i don't like mental health i don't like people I don't like walking. I'm going to keep looking on my phone. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, I have tech neck and cell phone elbow. I'm trying to add like, I don't know, Nintendo oh switch the, knee. Is that the term tech neck? I have that. Yeah, so like, tech neck is like uh, looking down like this. Yes. And then, I uh, have and then cell phone elbow is uh, basically, you know, when your arms like this, like this, and then you, you uh, supinate and then you look down. So it's kind of like you're, doing that <laughs> and that that's pretty much tech neck and uh, cell phone so if you want to fix tech neck all you got to do is put your bum and your i'm going to pause there you're going to put your bum against the uh, wall and your shoulder blades against the wall and then you just oh. do like wall angels but your oh. head should be back 
And the most unflattering one is, you know, you do the chin oh, tucks. The chin, so the you get chin the tucks. triple chin. Yes, I heard about that. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, people are sitting, right? So they're always looking forward. Yeah. Um, you can line your stomach because if you line your stomach watching TV like a teenager, like, oh, I love Backstreet Boys or whatever. Yeah. Like your, your back is like that, you know, so you're. You know, just put your body in weird ass pos- weird positions, and uh, Good you know you know. probably live longer. Yeah, okay. Just don't walk. Uh, well, I'm my kids won't let me. Weird position. I was going to say my kids won't let me walk with them because I, you know, I walk backwards and side. I do side steps, and they're like, and then uh, my daughter the other day said to, to me like, and she's like, uh, one of my friends thinks you're really weird, and, and I was like, why? It's like, well, they saw you standing there and you smiled at them. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, oh shoot, I'm, I'm she's like, can you, like, she didn't say anything like, can you wait in the car or anything? But like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm weird, eh? Like, and, and she's like, yeah, that's okay. I'm weird too. And it's like, I love you. Let, let's walk backwards down the sidewalk and I freak people that. out. So, but, uh, sorry, you were going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. I just said, Fair I'm going to start doing some weird positions to fix my nice. tech neck. I need to do some too, because I got terrible mm. tech neck. Yeah, yep. I do. Tuck I have like a, like the bulge like back here. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The good news is it's all fixable. All you have to do is stop doing everything you're doing on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, so if you sit at a desk or are are you on screens and want to be healthy, all you have to do is not work and not look at screens. Yeah. 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 Like, like, yeah. Or uh, actually, uh, you know, people that have pillows like everyone on their on their bed. Yeah. It, it pushes your neck forward, right? Just to let you know, pillows do not help tech neck. Uh, ideally over time you want to like reduce your pillow girth until you're like really really thin and sleep with no pillow but you don't go to that right away you wake up with like a really hurt neck um mm-hmm. just lie right on the floor you got hardwood or you got a bathroom that's clean just lie right on it um and uh, it just you know it, you got to melt that butter right it's uh, just lie there and uh if you really want to have good posture this is a weird hack Oh, get some hardwood floor or like line a hard floor and get a projector, point it right at the white ceilings that we all have and do mouse and keyboard on the ground. You're completely lying flat, looking straight up and projectors now on Amazon. I'll put a link in the description, which I get commission for. <laughs> I won't do that. But uh, yeah, they're now like, uh, like a hundred, 150 bucks, whatever. Yeah. They like, know um, what it used to know. be. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so okay. yeah, that last one I'm not going to do because it's weird. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I might do the wall angels. That sounded interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wall angels. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, well thank, thank you, you uh, Paulina. And, I appreciate and, you having uh, thank me. Thank you, Rui. And we'd love to have you back. And I'd yeah, love we'll to come see. Back. You. We'll see you guys next time on Code Play Culture. Hope you guys have a great day and take care. Bye. Bye.